the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at ShalomKlein.com. And while you are there... Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. A fantastic lineup is in store for you today. You won't want to miss a minute of it. We are going up to the last minute of the show with some fantastic guests. And my first guest is a returning one. And that is my good friend, the guru, Tom Mirabali. Here we are. Here we are. I come back like bad breath. (laughs) And uh, you're the best, Tom. So you know what? It's it's funny. I was thinking uh, before, uh, before we went live over here and, you know, people are always talking about, you know, you wish you could keep the money that you make and all that sort of good stuff. Oh, yeah. So I, I guess my question um, to you is how often do people come to you and say, you know, I've been looking at my sort of my health insurance bill and thought I would like to keep that money. <laughs> uh, they do that every day. Oh, yeah. At least three or four times. Oh, man. I'm very fortunate. Uh, you have a lot of conversations, Tom. So tell us a little bit about some of the ways that you're helping people keep the money that they're making. Well, a lot of people over 50, 45, 40, whatever, they don't need maternity coverage. And that's what I, I, I mentioned on my, on my radio advertisement. And it's very simple because I tell them what the cheapest cost is and the, uh, with the Affordable Care Act, and they, they fall out of bed. Because, you know, number one, you have an $8,150 max out of pocket before the Affordable Care Act starts to pay at 100%. But you're paying dearly for it. I mean, uh, that, that that's a heck of a lot of money. I mean, the, the, the bronze plan, which is the least expensive plan, is running for a, um, uh, for a 50-year-old man um, $795 a month for a healthy 50-year-old man. Well, I can and that has a total max out of pocket of $8,150 before his bills are paid at 100%. And I just tell people, look, my lowest deductible is $2,500, 100% coverage after the deductible, and that is basically going to cost you $225 a month. So you find the right solution for everybody and and really a lot of it is um you know, obviously if you need the coverage for something, Sometimes there there are policies that won't cover you. You are, as I always say, the guru in in helping to find um, the right coverage for somebody that has a let's say pre existing condition. Correct. You are able to help them and make sure they get coverage for that pre existing condition. That is but it, but your point is also, Tom, well mm-hmm. taken. That if somebody does not have a need for a specific coverage, why would you be paying for that? Maternity, maternity, maternity. 
There you go. So uh, what I love to do whenever you're here in the studio with me is I, I love to uh, to talk about uh, people. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously uh, confidentiality is important, so we don't name names. Um, but, uh, you know, walk us through. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had you on. Walk us through some of the calls that you receive and some of the people that you've that you've helped. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, people call me from basically the ad on WIND AM 560, a great resource for, for people in retail business. Anyway. Uh, that's the plug for WIND. I, I like it. They, they give you ads, you give them ads in return. I like it. It's good. Well, and they say, look, I heard your advertisement, and you're saying no maternity coverage. I said, that's correct, no maternity coverage. How old are you? Well, I'm 60 years old. Okay, so what are you going to do with maternity coverage? Well, I'm not paying for maternity coverage. You are under the Affordable Care Act, and sure enough, they are. And uh, so I do the numbers. I say, do you realize that you're going to spend $8,150 before the plan covers you at 100%? And with my plan, you can have as low as a deductible of 2500 to be covered at 100%. And no maternity coverage. And they say, well, what's the catch? I said, you just have to go through underwriting. Mm-hmm. So if you're insulin-dependent diabetic or if you have lung cancer or whatever, whatever, you're not going to get covered under my plans, Okay. These are for healthy people. If you have insulin-dependent diabetes, that's where the uh, unaffordable care act plan comes in, you know, because there's no underwriting. But, uh, Tom, what, what, you, what you do is for, uh, again, with the right plan, you, uh, and I know you talk about this on your website, which we'll make sure mm-hmm. we send our listeners to, you talk about the ability to, to basically guarantee acceptance into a plan. That and you walk them through that process to make sure they will get into a plan, correct. regardless of what their situation is. Correct. It might cost them a little bit more, and sure. you make no qualms about it, nope. but you will get them that plan. And if they yes. don't need that coverage, they will end up with the right solution. And I know that age certainly factors in and there's the right fit for everybody. There's HMOs, there's, there's HSAs, there's PPOs and so on. So your process, when somebody calls you, you're going to ask them, I'm assuming a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And, and at the end of the day, you're not uh, in any large corporation's pocket in terms of basically you're, you're not motivated or driven to to put them on a specific plan. It's more about, let's get you a plan. Correct. And if they qualify for a good plan, the short-term major medical plan, which can go on and on and on, uh, because I represent four separate companies, and uh, if you have to have the Affordable Care Act, that's my, uh, what is that, the, uh, the least resistance. I mean, if you need a plan, if you're overweight, if you have insulin-dependent diabetes, if, you're, if you've had cancer within the last five years, that's our fallback system. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have a family, uh, husband and wife, say three, three children, and let's say the husband had lung cancer uh, within, two year, uh, within two years, I can't put him on the uh, major medical plan without the maternity coverage because the, the guy has to be clean for five years. Mm-hmm. But I can take mom and the three children and put them on the plan mm-hmm. without the maternity coverage. So that that has happened quite a few times. Yeah. So so there certainly are options, and that's uh, that's important yes. um, that you are able to provide that. Correct. And uh, Tom, you've been doing this for quite a while, haven't you? Twenty six years. Twenty six years. So you've seen it all. Yeah, a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, no, absolutely. And and so it's interesting. Always, you know, certainly in this era of COVID, uh, a lot of uh, just thinking from the business perspective. And you and I have talked about this quite mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. Is that obviously a lot of businesses are struggling. Um, 
insurance is something everybody needs, especially, I mean, health is certainly top of mind for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I know you and I both, we were just talking about, you know, people, uh, everybody's going through a lot in their life, whether it's around COVID mm-hmm. or, you know, other conditions have mm-hmm. not stopped, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And so health is certainly top of mind and people want to make sure that they are covered. Some people have been furloughed from their jobs. They need coverage. So you you must be really busy, my I'm friends. I'm swamped. I'm swamped. Seven days a week. 24 hours a day, yeah, I get calls at 2 in the morning. That's that's fine. If I don't answer, leave a message. I call you right back. Hey, I had a guy call today, Sunday. I had a guy call me today. I shot him out a quote. So it's the customer is in control. I don't push anybody. I still, believe it or not, I still mail out black and white brochures, prices, applications, etc. I could do them electronically, but people want to see this stuff in front of them. Oh, the guy's legitimate. He's got an office in Lyle. He's got all of this information that I can read, touchy-feely. You know what I mean? And they like that. They appreciate that. Yeah, and I, I know that you provide the right option for everybody. And your website's really a fantastic website. It's funny. Um, you, you actually have a, uh, a a chat feature through your website, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, Tom, Tom cool. you, you, can't, you can't see him because he's here in studio, but there is a chat feature that pops up on his website, which I'm, I've pulled up in our beautiful Elk Grove Village studio over here. But, uh, Tom, I know you love to meet your, meet your clients, meet your customers, and uh, whether it's in person or, you know, there's, there's customers I know all over Illinois and beyond. Sure. Sure. Um, but they could call you and you answer your phone yeah. generally, not 24 hours a day. Well, like I see. say, you call me at 2 in the morning, leave a message. Yeah, it might be tough. <laughs> so, Tom, how can people reach you if they want to? Well, call me more? at 630-863-3477. That's 630-863-3477. Or you can email me at T-M-I-R-O-B-A-L-L-I at yahoo.com. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Tom, um, as always, appreciate it. Um, you You educate uh, our listeners all the time, and uh, we hear your uh, your jingle, hear your ads um, on the program. Uh, so certainly that number is familiar to many of our listeners, 630-863-3477, or visit the website healthplanchicago.com, or of course you could also email Tom T. Mirabali at yahoo.com, and we have you linked all over uh, our show website, uh, which, of pe- which of course people can uh, look at all of our guests, but um, we've uh, obviously had many, many conversations, each focusing on a number of different topics, um, and all of that is at shalomkline.com. But again, 630-863-3477, offices in Lyle, and uh, you take calls all the time, Tom. All the time. If I'm around, I take them. Absolutely. So uh, me, I can't believe we're already in September. That means uh, you've got a you couple more this? months, I know, and, and people are going to um, surely be reaching out for a lot of those end-of-the-year health insurance conversations as they start to look at And, you ahead. know, we do do small groups. Yes. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, 10, 12, 15 people you want to do short-term, we can do that. You want to be kind of beat the system with maternity coverage, we can do that. Uh, business owners and individuals need to reach out to Tom Urbali, an independent agent. Visit healthplanchicago.com. Check out uh, his website. Email him, tmurabali at yahoo.com, 630-863-3477. Tom, come back real soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. The guru himself, Tom Urbali. And coming up after the break, I'm going to be speaking with the dean of the law school at the Savat Academic uh, College. Cannot wait to have that conversation. We'll be right back and get down to business. Welcome back, Chicago. Well, my next guest is uh, not here in Chicago, but uh, he is a legal scholar specializing in international and uh, comparative criminal law, comparative uh, constitutional law, international law, and legal issues surrounding war, torture, and terrorism. He is the dean of the Tzvat 
uh, Academic College in Israel, and I'm absolutely honored and, and, and thrilled to welcome Professor Mohamed Watad um, onto the program. Uh, Professor, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's such a pleasure, and I know that... Uh, it is uh, it is uh, very late uh, into the evening, or I should say, into the morning um, out in Israel. Um, but uh, so we certainly uh, appreciate you joining us here on the air. Um, so, Professor, you have um, you are doing you have, as I mentioned, as the dean of the academic college, um, the law school uh, in particular. Um, it's uh, it, it, it's so uh, exciting to have you on the program. Uh, so. Professor, if you could tell us about the law school at uh, at the college, that would be most helpful. Definitely. Thank you for having me here first. And an honor and pleasure of being with you. Uh, I, would, I had almost said tonight because it's 2 a.m. in the morning in Israel. Uh, but, well, here's the thing about the, this special law school in Israel. It's one of the only two uh, public colleges in Israel. And it's located in the uh, very north of the state of Israel, namely the northern periphery. Um, what is unique about it, apart from being public college, which is in Israel, it's very rare because it's either you have a university, which is a public institute, or you have a private college. But here you have a public uh, college. So um, we, we basically established this college in order to provide legal education to the periphery. Where we're talking about waking population uh, who doesn't have the the required finance to admit to private colleges, and at the same time, usually they don't have the required academic achievement in order to admit to the university. So, by establishing this special law school, <coughs> sorry, in the northern side of the city of Israel, we basically solved this problem for them and we allowed them to study law. Now, you should understand, I guess you do understand that in Chicago as well, same as, as in Israel, uh, if you acquire the required legal education, it is basically the key for every possible high position in, in, in the state. Uh, without such legal education, you, you don't even know your rights. Uh, you, you hardly know how to ask for your rights. And of course, you, you can't uh, acquire positions, high positions, uh, in the public sphere. Uh, so this law school has been already there for um, 12 years almost. I'm one of the founding uh, staff members of the law school in Israel. And since then, the law school has become one of the leading schools in Israel uh, with a very serious uh, academic members. Uh, a wide range of uh, population among the students, uh, and that's why we talk about multiculturalism in our school. It's because not only that we have Arabs and Jews, secular and religious women and men, etc., 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 but it's literally uh, a, a place of multiculturalism. We we know we are aware of this multiculturalism, and we we work on it all the time in order to develop it, to, to make things be better, to make people uh, understand what coexistence means. It's not just about knowing about each other, but knowing each other at the same time. Uh, so it's one of the very nice places, not just to uh, be at and get your diploma, but also to live at the same time as a student. Uh, absolutely. And I'm chatting with uh, Professor Mohamed Watad, the, um, the dean of the law school at the uh, Tzvat Academic College. And, uh, Professor, you were just talking about the, 
uh, enormous growth at, at the college, um, I believe over the past decade, upwards of 52% growth. And oh, I, I'm absolutely fascinated and blown away and inspired by um, the fact that 90% of the students in the college as a whole are first-generation college students, as you said, lots of uh, multiculturalism uh, as well. And, uh, Professor, I understand that you, uh, you studied uh, at uh, Columbia uh, University as, uh, as well as uh, you certainly have spent time, I know, in, uh, in California uh, visiting as an associate professor at the University of California. So you know, uh, you know the United States very, very well. But for our listeners that have not, and I emphasize yet, yet visited uh, the Tzvat Academic College, can you describe the, the scene? And I mean that quite literally, the scene of, of where the college is located and why it's such a fantastic place um, to study um, in all of the different programs, whether it's the law school or some of the other uh, areas of the college? Well, first of all, you correctly mentioned that I'm a graduate of Columbia University, both for the LLM degree and for the JD degree. Uh, and I thought as well at the, the University of California at Irvine. So this kind of experience that I received uh, in both places uh, helped me a lot uh, to leave the, my law school back uh, in Spark. Uh, knowing that, you know, um, usually in Israel, unfortunately, we do believe that we, you know, we're alone in the world, but all of a sudden, when you come back from abroad, particularly from the United States, you know about other opportunities. So one of the leading things that uh, occurred at this law school is bringing to the law school leading professors from the country, leading among them those who attended law schools in the States, in, in Europe, and in, in other areas in, in the world. And by that, they open doors, they open opportunities for the students. It's not just about the names and the, you know, the very high reputation of these professors, but also about the programs that we provide them uh, with. We speak about international courses, taught in English as well, so that, you know, for them, it, it should not be the first time to speak English, legally uh, English, when they attend the LLM program in the States, but starting already on campus. Uh, amazing, amazing! Uh, it's 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 a great place to uh, to study, and really, um, for uh, for a developing college, uh, is really having a a, a particularly uh, fascinating impact um, around the world. And I'd love to, uh, in our few minutes remaining, um, talk a little bit about that. I know that you have your um, areas of interest and your areas of focus, but certainly your colleagues. Um, in the uh, in the world of academia, as well as even your students and the the the, the folks that are coming through uh, the program, they are uh, having an impact. Can you can you talk a little bit about that and the and the impact uh, far beyond um, just uh, the the magical landscape of Israel's Galilee um, of the Tzvat Academic College? Well, here's the thing. Um... We make sure every year that we invite our law school leading figures uh, from the Israeli judiciary, from the Supreme Court of Israel. We are leading among them, uh, we hosted the uh, Chief Justice uh, Aaron Barak, who is also well known uh, in the United States. Uh, at the same time, we hosted the Professor George Fletcher from Columbia University. Uh, these kind of figures, these kind of people, when they come to our school, they don't just talk about, you know, legal education or purely legal education, but they also challenge the students with uh, contemporary issues in the world. Uh, but, you know, Israel is, is a very well open to comparative law in the world. We study cases from America, we study cases from England, from Canada, from Germany, and from other places. 
And therefore, when they, when they visit us, they all the time share these stories and they share these cases and their experiences about the world. So uh, we, we provide our students with extra factor, uh, just beyond the, you know, the, the regular classic courses. We provide them with, with this world, worldwide uh, experience about the uh, contemporary issues. Uh, as you know, maybe um, I, I'm not sure whether the, uh, your audience are aware about um, the ongoing uh, clashes between the, the Israeli judiciary and the Israeli government. Uh, uh, so in, in these cases, uh, it's not just about politics, but it's about legal education, particularly constitutional legal education. So we talk about that. We discuss that. Uh, we allow students to speak up and to provide their uh, voices and their insights about these issues. And that makes this place not just about, you know, uh, clashes between students about political uh, points of view, but rather uh, a very well-profiled players uh, for freedom expression, uh, for expressing their views, for debating, for convincing. And by that, I hope we generate a new generation, generation uh, of respect, of dignity, a, a very well-educated and respectful generation. Absolutely, and uh, you certainly are accomplishing all of those things, uh, having a, an incredible influence throughout the uh, state of Israel as well as uh, across the world. Again, I've been chatting with uh, Professor Mohamed Watad, um, the dean of the law school at the Tzvat Academic College, and we are just about out of time, so I do want to make sure our listeners can learn more um, about the college and uh, find ways to support and learn about uh, all of that impact uh, the website is zefet.ac.il, and there's an English page as well. Um, and, Professor, I hope that our listeners will uh, come out and visit and see the beautiful campus and uh, continue to stay in touch. We'll invite you back on real soon. Thank you, Professor. No, Bill. Thank you very much. Fantastic. And coming up after the break, I'm going to be chatting with Stephen Lefkoff from Lefkoff Law. Um, cannot wait for that conversation. More small business jobs and entrepreneurship is on Get Down to Business when we return in just a moment. Welcome back, Chicago. You're listening to Get Down to Business. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the past six plus years of shows all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Check out shalomkline.com. Follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be joined by Stephen Lefkoff, uh, the principal and founding attorney of Lefkoff Law. And uh, Stephen, such a pleasure to have you here on the program. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Sean. I'm glad to be here, man. Really yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. So, uh, Stephen, you uh, you have an interesting background. Certainly, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of time, a, uh, a a degree in finance from uh, University of Illinois. But then you uh, you went over to the dark side and you got a law degree from the University of Georgia. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I'm sure you miss Chicago winters, right? That's the, what do you mean? That's uh, the only thing I miss about Chicago. There you go. Illinois, or the winters. There you go. Good, good, good. Just making sure. <laughs> so, um, so Stephen, you have an interesting practice and uh, you're not just sort of the, the typical, uh, you know, attorney. Uh, I, I, I'd love to get into that. Um, Stephen, I know you do a lot of speaking and a lot of education. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I, uh, I did graduate from the University of Illinois and Urbana-Champaign, beautiful Urbana-Champaign, uh, and I'm originally, though, from Georgia and moved back home. I, you'd be surprised to know a lot of it had to do with the weather. Um, <laughs> came back here to law school, to the University of Georgia, and I have been practicing here in Atlanta ever since. And my practice, my law firm practice, is a more traditional general business practice, but uh, I have found a niche here that's, uh, that I'm rolling out nationally 
via an online coaching program, and that's coaching clients to represent themselves in small claims court. It's totally fascinating, and it's called the Gavel Program, which is powered by the Small Claims Academy, and it certainly is a niche. I believe right now um, what I'm uh, aware of is 73 videos ranging from 90 seconds to 5 minutes um, within three courses, pre-trial, trial, and post-trial. So, Stephen, uh, you know, the obvious question is, is you know, they're really a replacement for, um, for a, you know, hiring an attorney, sort of the old school process of when you have a, you know, small claim, you bring an attorney on, uh, why, why would you sort of be outsourcing your own job? <laughs> that's a, well, that's a good question. So, well, here's the deal really with small claims. When you think about it, you're talking about claims that in different states vary in maximum value here in Georgia the most a small claims court can award is $15,000. And in a lot of states, it's much smaller than that. And when you get into those kinds of numbers, you're really not cannibalizing law firms and and attorneys because there aren't very many attorneys that'll do this kind of work. Because, you know, if you think just economically, you're going to charge a client three, four, five, six thousand $6,000 to take on a case that even if you win at the end of the day may only be worth that amount of money. So a lot of times it's called, well, a lot of people call it the people's court. There was obviously that famous TV show called people's court for a reason, because it's designed for the people. But then if you take a step back really and think about, okay, so we've got these courts that are designed for the people. What is the County and state? What is their responsibility with your tax money? And it's not providing the litigant, the person in court with the education and the procedures and the rules and the coaching. What it is, what the tax money does is provide you with the forum. They provide you with the building, the judge, the clerk's office, but it's up to you and how you handle the case. Interesting. And Stephen, I know um, you started this in Georgia, but you are uh, actively working to expand this program um, across the across the country. And you, uh, you, you've really dumbed down the process, and I mean that in a positive way, of uh, one of the videos I understand is where to sit, what to wear. You know, the, the real basics of what people need to know if they are going to represent themselves. And, and you know, Stephen, I, I have seen it um, firsthand being in the business community that sometimes people do make a decision to represent themselves. It sounds like your goal is make sure people do it right and give people the, the, the power um, to do it successfully. Is that right? That's exactly right. I mean, years ago, I was sitting in a small claims courtroom, and I was watching somebody go before me with no attorney. And it was a trial, two parties, neither of them had an attorney. The plaintiff should have won the case, but lost, and really should have won. I mean, it was a pretty simple breach of contract. Simple for me, you know, I could say that because I'm, I'm an attorney, I'm trained, I've seen it, I've done it, but didn't have the right evidence, didn't have the witnesses, asked the judge when the plaintiff realized what had gone, what, what they had done wrong, said, judge, can we reschedule? And the judge said, no, you know, you're here. You're expected to know how to do this stuff. We have rules. And I'm sorry, I can't just give you a do-over because you came to court and didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there in the, in the pew, right? And I'm going, this is not right. I mean, th- there are hundreds thousands of cases that go the wrong way because they don't know the rules. And so I started coaching one-on-one with my clients. I started just taking on clients and coaching them personally 
And those are the kinds of questions I would get. I would get a lot of, where do I park? How long is it going to take? Is it okay if I park at a meter? What do I wear? Where do I sit? Like those kinds of things are what people think of because in a lot of cases, they don't know what they don't know. So they don't know what to ask me, right? About evidence rules Mm -hmm. and about hearsay and about opening statements and closing arguments and all of that stuff that never even entered somebody's sure. mind as a question they should ask me. Well, what St- they asked Stephen, is, I've got to squeeze in a quick break. I, I got to squeeze in a quick break. We're going to be back with uh, Stephen Lefkoff, who I should emphasize is also a traditional attorney, although he's educating uh, people to represent themselves in the small claims process. Stephen Lefkoff will be back and get down to business in just a moment. We're going to squeeze in a quick break. I've been chatting with uh, Stephen Lefkoff, who, as I just mentioned before the break, is a uh, very successful uh, top lawyer in Georgia, um, but uh, has been working uh, in developing Gavel, powered by the Small Claims Academy. We were just talking about some of those videos, and really based on um, your experience, uh, Stephen Lefkoff, of, of, of seeing folks perhaps not do it as correctly as they should in um, in the small claims court. So, um, Stephen, I want to I want to sort of uh, learn more about your entrepreneurial um, skills. I, I definitely think it came from your time here in Illinois at uh, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Um, no doubt, it's uh, it's something in the water here in Illinois that brought that entrepreneurial spirit. But uh, I know entrepreneurship runs in your family. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. So my my grandfather was an ear, nose, and throat doctor on my father's side who started his own practice here in Atlanta. My mom's side, my grandfather was a home builder who started his own business. Uh, My brother started uh, actually all of the automation, excuse me, the animations for the videos, the website design. He runs a design firm in Atlanta. My dad started his uh, a law firm here in Atlanta. Um, I do come from a and I'm forgetting a lot of them, to be honest. Oh, with wait, you, wait, wait, Stephen, your, your son, <laughs> your son is an entrepreneur as well, I believe. <laughs> yes, yes. So when COVID hit, uh, my my wife started making these lanyards to go on back of people's masks so that if you took your mask off, it could just hang from your neck. And my son, who's seven years old, said, Mommy, I want to make some money. Can I get in on the family business? and start making them. And so he, uh, he sure did. Uh, well, shout out to your amazing seven-year-old son. What's the name of the business? Uh, of, of his business? His business. <laughs> well, it, I guess it, it'd be called Jonah's Lanyards or something Jonah's like Lanyards. That. Yeah. Well, shout out to Jonah. Um, he's welcome on the show anytime. So again, I've been chatting with Stephen Lefkoff, um, who's a native and resident of the Atlanta suburb, Sandy Springs, but really a fascinating entrepreneurial uh, development with Gavel, powered by the Small Claims Academy. So right now you're in Georgia, um, and uh, your uh, your program is really focused on Georgia. What are your plans to expand it nationally? And, you know, I'm biased over here, but especially here in Illinois. That's a great question. So on the website, there's actually a form to fill out. I'm kind of crowdsourcing where to go next. And I've got attorneys in states around the country that have reached out to me to partner to get it in their state because the program itself is it's tailored for the state because it talks specifically about the rules of that state. So it's not something that I can just flip a switch and just launch in every state around the country. So I do need those partners. And, uh, you know, coming from the University of Illinois, I've got a ton of friends up there in Chicago and I'm working on that. But, but back to what I was saying before, there is a crowdsourced kind of portion of the website where if you want it in your state, 
there's a part where you can select your state and enter your email address, and we're kind of taking surveys there to see where we should pivot this next. Oh, that's that's awesome, and I, I do hope that uh, folks listening here in Illinois will uh, contact you through the website uh, to learn more, both about your practice, but also about the uh, the Gavel program, which is absolutely fascinating. I watched uh, some of your promo videos, and it's it's really cool, well-produced stuff. Uh, again, it's a sort of a family operation. You, uh, I know a lot of the pieces of the puzzle um, have been contributed by everybody, um, and uh, it's really exciting to see. So, um, Stephen, we are uh, running out of time, and I want to make sure folks can um, listen uh, and and learn um, about the process and the and the uh, and the the gavel legal program. How can people learn more? Sure, Shalom. So the website is www.gavel.legal, and if you go to that website, you'll be able to select the state that uh, you reside in as we grow. And also, absolutely, click uh, to uh, contact you um, to hopefully, as you said, crowdsource and bring it. Um, bring it out and bring it nationally. So um, very, very exciting. And I have to ask, um, Stephen, as we start to wrap up, what is the most common question that you that you get um, that people are curious about the small claims process? Is it as scary as it looks on TV? Huh. That, believe it or not, I mean, I, I know that's kind of lighthearted, but I get that question all the time. People say they're afraid to go or they're intimidated. And, and the answer is no, it's not. It's people. Judges are people. The clerk's offices are full of people. Attorneys are people. We're not scary, or we shouldn't be. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you answered that question because, uh, you know, that is important. And anything that uh, people don't know about certainly can be intimidating. And, uh, you know, as you expand nationally, is generally speaking, is that answer of, of that sort of is the, is the nuts and bolts the same from state to state and, and sort of the process just looks a little bit different? It is. There are small differences in procedure, like I said before, about, let's say, the maximum that can be awarded or the maximum you can do in a small claims case. Um, But for the most part, it's very similar state to state. That's so helpful. The Gavel Program, it's a small claims coaching course designed to guide individuals and business owners through the small claims process in your state. And uh, whether you're the plaintiff or the defendant, um, the Gavel Program uh, can help you out. I've been chatting with Stephen Lefkoff, uh, the founder of that program and the uh, proud dad of Jonah and Jonah's uh, lanyards. Um, so congratulations on that as well. Um, Stephen, can you share uh, your website and contact information one more time? Of course. The website is www.gavel.legal. And you can feel free to email me, Stephen at gavel.legal. That's S-T-E-V-E-N at gavel.legal. I'm happy to answer any questions anybody has. Gavel.legal. Congratulations, Stephen. Come back real soon and report on your progress, please. Will do, Sean. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. And uh, before we wrap up the show, I'm going to be joined by uh, Dr. Jim White, uh, my good friend, my mentor, and he has created the Circle of Success uh, program with, uh, again, with Dr. Jim White. So Jim will be joining me uh, on the air before we wrap up the program. And we are going to be talking about ethics, mission, and values in business. Uh, and uh, we'll be continuing that uh, that theme over the upcoming weeks. As always, get on my website and uh, download podcasts from the six-plus years of the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. Uh, success, let's get down to business. Um, we're going to squeeze in a quick break, following which we'll be doing, joined by Dr. Jim White with a Circle of Success platform. Welcome back to Get Down to Business. I am thrilled and honored to be joined by my friend, my mentor, Dr. Jim White. Jim, thank you for joining me on the air. My pleasure, Scott. How you doing? 
And I'm great. Uh, even better now that I have you and uh, Jim. Uh, you and I uh, certainly spent a lot of time uh, working together. But we you did. you have taught me uh, something uh, that, regardless of the many, many, many businesses that you have been involved in, ultimately. Every business is the same when it boils down to mission and values. That's what I want to focus on today, and we'll be continuing this discussion over the upcoming weeks on the show. Um, your uh, your uh, platform is called the Circle of Success Platform. Jim, I'd like to turn the floor over to you just to talk about that, that emphasis on mission and values for a minute or two. Absolutely. Thank you, Scott. Um, Circle of Success, uh, maybe I'll give a little background, about a minute background of Circle of Success. I developed that after a, about a 10-year uh, run on buying and turning around companies. Uh, all of these companies from all walks of life, all industries, uh, they, had, they had several things in common. And the first thing was the vision and then the mission and the values. So I spent a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of emphasis at getting the mission right. Most most entrepreneurs, most businesses, even uh, mature businesses sometimes, Scott, uh, they don't spend enough time on what is, the bu- what is the business? What is What are you in business to do? I often refer to it, your reason to exist. And unless you have clarity to that, it's almost impossible, I use that, almost impossible to develop a solid strategy goals and objective and action steps that's going to move your business forward. The second piece that you were talking about, values. That's everything for me, everything, and define everything. For over 40 years, I have always had a set of values in our business, and I communicate to all of my, all of the staff, vendors, customers, this is what we stand for, and we're not going to breach those. So that is also a big deal, a word that uh, your listeners will become very familiar with. Everything a big deal. It is a big deal because unless you get these two solid, moving ahead, you're just going to be building a business on quicksand. Absolutely. Absolutely, Jim. Mission and values, it is a big deal. And we just had this conversation as recently as Friday of it's something that needs to be hung on every single wall, everybody needs to understand it, whether it's customers, employees, vendors, it really doesn't matter. So uh, Dr. Jim White, uh, again, the uh, chairman and CEO of Post Harvest Technologies, I am uh, absolutely honored to uh, to work with you every day and, and learn from these yeah. values. And as you always say, it really, like you said, it, it is a big deal and it is all about those values. So, Jim, um, real quick before we get cut off by a commercial at the end of the hour, you just wrote um, your fifth book, Broken America. Um, Broken America came out this past week. Um, Can you share uh, the 10 seconds on that and how people can find it? Yeah, Broken America is uh, 10 principles to restore America. And you can find it at brokenamerica.com. And like I said, we released it on September the 9th. Uh, uh, I cannot sit on the sidelines watching the political environment as it played out. So Broken America, 
And uh, so BrokenAmerica.com is how you can find it. BrokenAmerica.com. It is a must read. And in fact, uh, as, as you just said, Jim, um, you know, admission and values. And that's why uh, you are sending a copy of the book to every uh, member of Congress and Senate, um, because everybody needs to learn uh, the, the values. Go back to those constitutional norms. We need to have a mission statement up in the halls of Congress. Uh, how about that, Jim? Absolutely, we do. And uh, and I'd remind uh, uh, all members of Congress, uh, just uh, get a little uh, peek at the Constitution and it starts there. That's right. Well, Jim, come back, uh, please, and we'll continue this conversation next week. Same time, same place, same station. You're listening to Get Down to Business. Uh, as always, get on my website where you can download the podcast. And uh, certainly we'll link to Broken America and author JimWhite.com. Jim, thanks for joining me. Uh, To all of our listeners, have a great rest of your Sunday. We'll talk to you next Sunday at AM 560.